And we are live. Welcome to Tall Poppy Chats, episode three. My name is Alex. We have Mr. Large here. Yo, yo, yo. We have Mr. Luke here. How we doing? Business owner of Motown Barbers. And you should have seen his video on YouTube that we posted. If you haven't, go there first. Check it out. Give it a like. Subscribe. Heat. Heat. It is incredible. (laughs) Oh, incredible stuff. All right. This is just a great opportunity to have a bit of a conversation carrying on from that video because it's only a short, short video. Um, It's a chance to flesh out some of the ideas that we talked about. And first thing, I think it's just how inspiring your story is. It's an incredible story. And we were just talking about before how you've been barbering for, what, 12, 13 years now? At least 12, yeah, about that. And it doesn't feel like that for you at all, does it? No, no. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. Um, I think because I just enjoy it. I think because I was doing it regardless. So it's not like I, I turned up to work one day and started cutting hair. It was like I was doing it for fun anyway. So that's probably why it doesn't feel like that long. Yeah. Um, well, I say, quote, if you uh, <laughs> get a job you love, you won't work a day in your life. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's, <laughs> it does feel like work sometimes, to be honest. Yeah. You know? okay. uh, yeah, 100%. Like. Some tough cuts. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Do you ever have those clients that you cut? Oh no, I probably can't talk bad about your clients, eh? No, have, yeah, you ever, have you had go. any horror stories? Horror stories, like, like no. kind of real cuts that have just really not gone well. Um, you just felt probably the ones that want a haircut that's just impossible for them to have. Okay, and I try anyway. It's like they're getting it. Out I from. like to please. I like to try and please the client, right? So I try and give them what they want. Um, but yeah, I had this one guy, he had come straight from um, India. So he was, you know, and when they come, a lot of my clients from that are Indian, mm. they come straight to New Zealand and um, a lot of them wear turbans because it's their culture or their religion. And so they've worn them from whatever age they have got to wear them from. And so when they come to New Zealand, often they change to the more of a Western lifestyle. So they stopped wearing them, and then because I because I asked these guys, I'm like, why don't you wear your turban anymore? They're like, well, I don't have to. <laughs> okay. I'm not in India anymore. I'm in New Zealand, so I I want to live more of a Kiwi lifestyle. Um, and but from wearing the turban for so long, like they're under that turban, mm. most of them, if they've come straight from India, their hair is so long, right? Because they don't, I think they don't get haircuts or something like that, right? Okay. So. I remember this guy must have been fresh from India and he come to me for a haircut and he was wearing his turban. Mm-hmm. He shows me a picture of the guy, of the, it was like, I think it was one of the Jonas Brothers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so already, man, we're like, we're fighting um, genetics here, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he takes the, his turban, I'm like, yeah, man, I can do that. And he goes, Great. He sits in my chair, takes his turban off, his hair drops down to his waist. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, maybe I spoke too soon. Like, maybe I've just oversold myself here. And um, because he had it like pushed up into his turban for so long, his hair, like at the back, because it was all the hair to be pulled up on top to the top of his head so that turban could sit on without you seeing the hair right. So his hair started growing like up. Wow. So at the back, it was like like that, you know, growing up. And um, the hairstyle was like coming like down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And nothing I did would would change the hair. I'm just like, man, and I, I was struggling, I was sweating. I'm like, 
and he was like looking at it like he's expecting this photo <laughs> yeah he was like and nothing else was going to be good enough like it was like it felt like that and i'm just realizing that i've just yeah i've i've, I've, I've dug myself a hole here and i'm trying to do it the best i can i'm i'm, I'm watering it down i'm brushing it i'm blow i'm blow drying it and it, the hair just is just like sticking up, eh? It's like gravity. Yeah, basically, basically. And, um, and um, I just had to say, man, like, I'm sorry, but it's probably going to take a, a couple of weeks before your hair to relax because your hair's been pushed up for so long, it doesn't want to sit down. And I, I'm, yeah, I just had to tell him, like, yeah, to be honest, the haircut looked terrible because it just was not going how. It should go, and yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's probably like the one of the worst haircuts I've probably had to let go. Had to leave my chair. Usually, I hate if I'm unsatisfied. I don't like them leaving my chair. But that, yeah. on that case, I was already 15 minutes over time. My next one was waiting. <laughs> Um, oh, man. I just had to let him go and say sorry, man. Like hopefully, <laughs> in, a, sorry, in a couple of weeks, you know, your hair will relax, come back, yeah. and you know. We'll, we'll, we had to give it a better go, but I, I didn't see him again. So, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's probably the worst haircut I've done. And um, one time, I I shaved, hot shaved the guy and and, and cut his cheek. Probably that's probably the worst oh. day. Um, but to my like, I, I never was taught how to hot shave or use it. It was, it was all self. Most of the stuff we know is self-taught stuff. So, I should have done a proper consultation and and and. Checked his skin out. Skin wasn't too good either, so I should never have touched his, his face with the blade. But yeah. that was all learning stuff, you know. Yeah, was, yeah man, I, I sliced him pretty good, um, <laughs> first and last time. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, yeah, it's not all. It's not all. Uh, um, you know, it's not all lights and and, and cameras. You know, the mm. barbering world. There's some. Yeah, not, yeah. Not good stuff. Good, the bad, the ugly. That's the worst haircut you've ever had, Lige. Can you can you recall um, a time? Yeah, man. Um, Five dollar haircut on the on the corner of. Uh, bro, I can't remember which corner it was, but it was it was, it was like oh no, it was like ten dollar haircuts or whatever. But it was this German lady and like mid mid middle aged lady, and she just like she got the razor out and just started thinging my hair, but then like actual like thing the top of my ears. <laughs> Just the, I just like it, it always felt like the razor just like got jammed by my ear. It was like, and then she was just oh, and then uh, blood started dripping down my ear. Oh my gosh! It's legit. And uh, that was the wow. worst, my worst haircut experience. Wow! But oh after that, gosh. after that, bro, I was fifteen, Luke. Mm. When you started cutting my hair, right? And you've been in good hands since bro, you were fifteen, bro. I'm wow. I'm twenty four now. You're so lucky, bro. Okay, wow. Here I, we go. It was like um, you were nine year client. Nine years, yeah. It was wow. 2011 wow. was my first haircut from you. Okay. Maybe I've been doing it longer than twelve years. I don't even know now. Wow. <laughs> so it's like it's like after that. I think after the first haircut, I knew like stuff. I ain't going to no ten dollar haircut. <laughs> you looked at your side of the mirror. Wow, okay. Yeah. This is what yeah, I'm paying legit. for, man. Yeah. I've probably got photos of you, like, back in, you know, I definitely have photos. I think I've definitely got photos of Shay somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Um, bro, there's some photos of me as well, like, yeah. and, and uh, I know because we tried to do some experimental stuff when we first started. Yeah. When I first started. And yeah, then, because um, every time I come to you, it's like, you're large, what do you want? And I'm like, bro. The crew cut. Yeah, the crew cut. <laughs> oh, bro, just... 
every time he comes in, it's like, what do you want, man? Oh, just a crew cut. Yeah. <laughs> and the crew cut for me is code for just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. know, because I know I'm in safe hands and whatever. Like, yeah, I'm not really that. into like hard up fashion or whatever. Like looking the best, but it's just like I know that when I'm in Luke's hands, I'm in yeah, safe man. hands and I and mm. I look good. Yeah. So that became a bit of a joke every time. Crew cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Crew, crew cut. cut. Because <laughs> oh, I don't think I went to a proper barber. No, nah, I didn't until, oh man, maybe year 10. Mm. And man, I remember my mum used to cut my hair. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get hair she's cut the, my She's the original yeah. barber. Yeah, straight right. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I remember mum cutting my hair, bro. She did some experimental things, eh? Like, yeah. I used to have the bowl cut in primary school. That was, that was yeah. it, just Who like did the, it? Who did it? <laughs> the cut I had, off. I, the shape I, of I had the around. fringe, man. I had the, <laughs> yeah, the fringe. I had the fringe, but. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, but it was like competition to see how long you could have a fringe. So mine came like just below my. Just past oh, my chin. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's it's tragic now. It's so tragic, but uh, oh I loved it, and, I, and it took me a long time to, to let it go away. Yeah. I, I was attached to that fringe. Man, it's awesome. Because I remember even mum would get the, she would take the attachments off the clippers, mm. and she would put a Nike tick in the back of my head. Wow. Bro, she was actual, Creative. she was experimental. <laughs> like, looking back on it now... Man, they were, they were pretty shaky Nike ticks. I used to go to school and I was like, yeah, look, boys, look. Here's my Nike tick, boys. Oh, you got that Nike tick? Bro, that Nike tick in the back of my head, man. Not the Nike tick. <laughs> bro, once my brother got the Adidas stripes, bro. Oh, wow. Bro, my mom was killing it, man. People just wow. couldn't tell, bro. What are those three lines in your hair? She's like, yeah. Oh, I tried to cut my brother's hair once. Yeah, and this is the only one of the only time I've ever tried to cut hair. And I was shaving his hair with the clippers, and the attachment fell off mid, oh, <laughs> mid thing. And I just put it, yeah, nah, I'm never, I'm not touching anyone's hair again, man. Yeah, that was traumatic. Yeah, it's like, oh, I've just ruined this dude's life. I've ruined yeah. my brother's life. Oh, not nice at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, oh. I mean, that's where experience definitely comes in to my job. I've made, you know, done things like I just haven't been either not been focused, and I've done something I shouldn't have, but mm. I know enough. To fix something now, which is mm, great. Yeah, right. Uh, well, we have um, like we usually use two pairs of scissors. One's a, a normal uh, cutting scissor, and then the other one would use as like a a, a texturizing scissor or a thinning scissor, where it's got teeth on it. So mm. if you if you cut the hair, it only takes out every second bit, oh, right? Okay. So you, if someone's got thick hair, you can sort of thin it out or give it a bit of texture. And um, I was cutting this guy's fringe, mm. and I just grabbed scissors thinking it was the thinning scissors, <laughs> and it was actually the, the, my actual scissors. So I went in there, and he was just about to go to um, the UK for some holiday, off one of those contiki things. <laughs> and um, and I put, got my comb, picked up his fringe, and thought I was thinning it, but I actually cut half of it off. Mm. I was just like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I instead of telling him I don't know why I didn't even just tell him I, I guess I was obviously I was scared I was like oh no I've cut half of his fringe off so I spun the chair around so he couldn't see what I'd done <laughs> and I used and I, and, I, and I just started sort of blending the rest of the hair to sort of match and if anything he would have just thought oh it's a bit shorter than usual, but cool. Sweet yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, lifesaver. Like, you know, uh, it's, yeah, knowing how to 
I could have freaked out and go, I'm so sorry, I've just cut your fringe off. But right. I was able to sort of cover up. Yeah, yeah. well, because then he would have been like, oh, stuff like, what's he, like, stuff got just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then the thing that you just played it cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just like, oh, yo, I'm in good hands. <laughs> yeah. Turns around, he's like, sweet. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the most important thing for me in a barber's? And that's why I'm with you and I'm staying with you is because when you come in, you feel you're treated like a king. It's mm. just kind of like you're in, you're in the chair and you just know you're in safe hands mm. and you're going to come out of there looking mm. fresh. Yeah, man. It's so important. Is that a really important thing in uh, yeah. barbering in general, making your clients feel like... It is now, and I think that's where I was... Like, any, any guy that wants to come to me for a job, like, um, service is always number one. We always say in barbering, mm. service is number one. It should be number one. Yeah. Um, from when they from the moment they come in um, to feeling welcome to all that kind of stuff listening to the person finding out where they are some people are intimidated or are scared or unsure of what they want and don't even some people don't even know what to ask for so trying to figure out okay what do you do you have any ideas or what do you like about your hair what don't you like about your hair um Trying to trying to gauge where the where the clients at and trying to meet them mm. meet them at that point so at least we know we have a starting point kind of thing um, but yeah servicing is definitely number one the haircut we say is second right um, it's funny um, I get asked for I get asked I get people young guys always are peeing me for asking for jobs okay. and do you mean you know can you take me on da 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 I had this one kid like recently. Um, and he just messaged me and he just said, any jobs? That was it. <laughs> any jobs? And I'm just thinking like, <laughs> sure, man. Yeah, I'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what a positive dude. <laughs> um, and I just thought, man, and I just ignored it first time. And then he was commenting on some of my posts and stuff. And I was just like, oh, mate, well, show me some of your work. You know, I said, oh. I'll bite, you know, show me some of your work. And he, and he showed me one of his cuts. And it, to be fair, it was great. It was actually not that bad. It was good. And he goes, to be honest, I just want to learn. I said, well, here's your first lesson, mate. Professionalism. Um, I said, it's not just about the haircut now. You yeah. need, all you young cats just think you're, you're, you're awesome because you can do a fade. When you come to the yeah. barber shop, what happens if someone comes in with long hair and wants a trim, wants a scissor cut? Then what are you going to do? Right. You can't go, oh, I'll give you a fade. Because the fade's not going to fix everything. Yeah. Um, if you don't even know how to talk to a client, how are you going to find out what that person wants? Don't just assume that he's going to want to fade. Because, mm. you know, young guys think they're, they're bad because they can do a fade. Yeah. And they come to a barbershop and realise we do more than fading, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, for me, servicing, if you can sit someone down in a chair, cape them up, talk to him, hold a conversation, man, that's, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love, uh, I'd rather that first. I can... We can teach you how to cut. We can't really teach you how to be a good dude and actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> show respect to somebody, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll rather that someone have that naturally. You can work with that. Yeah. So, yeah. There is that whole culture of like the barbershop is like the mm. place where people come and just like chill out mm. can just like come and just be themselves. And it's an American stuff. thing, right? It's, yeah, that is. Yeah, It's totally. such an American thing. It's, it's like a um, people would go to the barbershop not even to get a haircut. Mm. Just sit in the barbershop and just talk. It was just like the space, the, the spot the to go to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's the barbershop movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Cube. Um, really? Yeah, so um, 
yeah, definitely. And I think we've tried to somehow repli- keep that to a, to a degree. Mm. Um, I mean, if you're able to create an atmosphere where people can, someone can feel comfortable enough to walk in and just sit and just yarn, then hey, cool. Man, it's kind of yeah. hard to naturally make that um, if it's not part of your culture um, where like it is in the States. Um, but yeah, that's what we like to try and create a space for men um, to come in and that's where it's sort of heading now I feel um, a, a, a men's space um, a man cave of, of some sort to get your hair cut and, and hang out with other guys and be, be guys and talk guy stuff and um, because it's always known as um, a hairdresser is always known to be you know a counsellor or um yeah, you know, a whatever Thera- therapist <laughs> and stuff like that. So, because yeah, you sit yeah. in that chair and then you, yeah, you leave because, kind of cancelled. Yeah. Because you're you're allowing someone to come into your personal space. Really right. true. So it's quite an intimate, it's an intimate like thing, right? Experience. You, especially if you've never been there before, and then the person puts their hands on your head. Yeah, they're a stranger, but mm. you allowing them to touch your head. You, they say as soon as they touch your head, usually you know the walls start coming down. You're already touching me, so at least it opens usually opens a door for conversation. So, yeah, it, we end up finding stuff about out about people that they would never have told many right. many other people, right? Yeah. So it's quite a big responsibility. That's why I think there are people that are trying to hold seminars and things for barbers around mental health because yep. we get an insight to people that. Uh, most people wouldn't get Mm. Um, and if we are able to intervene or listen or give any advice then um, to someone if we're able to pick up on those um, signs of mental illness um, and able to step in not in an intrusive way but Mm. even just lend an ear to listen or you know or just be a moment of peace for that person yeah, or, or wow. calmness or positivity or whatever um, yeah yeah then yeah being able to to do that to give, learn the ability to to, to to talk to somebody is is, is huge um, I've heard of stories of guys who had suicide on their minds and were saved by a great haircut because they just felt so much better afterwards yeah. So, yeah. yeah. As you said, it's not just the haircut; it's the it's the conversation that occurs. It's the experience. It's the that, yeah, the experience. The barber actually caring about yeah. the person in that chair yeah. and seeing them yeah. as a human and connecting with them on For that sure. level. Yeah, that's amazing. And like I said, it doesn't have to be like it's, you're not obligated to be that person because mm. you go mm. in it because you want to cut here, but it becomes yeah. more. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, it's encouraged I think amongst barbers to take up that responsibility to be able to talk to people um, yeah it's not your job to but you have the opportunity to make someone's life better yeah so yeah go with it yeah yeah that's awesome it's huge yeah 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 but it's, it's quite deep there. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's, I mean, it's, it's important at the end of the day. Yeah, and oh, definitely. Right. Our mental health yeah. stats are through the roof. Oh, it's, it's crazy, yeah. And I mean, the, even if it's a small difference that mm. you can make, I guess. Mm. And uh, I guess it's anywhere that you are as well. Mm. I mean, me as a teacher, large, working with 
um, children as well, even the difference that we can make, it's important. Mm. The difference that a barber can make, it's absolutely important. The difference that, sure. I don't know, McDonald's workers can make in their everyday interactions with people, it's important. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's an important conversation to have. Definitely. That one. Hmm. Yeah, well, we're all trying to get by. We're all in it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well. I'll tell you what, though. I I remember going through a McDonald's drive Mm through, and um, the lady that, I mean, I couldn't see her, but I could just hear her voice. And Mm. the positivity that she had in her voice, I always remember it. I still remember it. It was like years ago. And um, Mm. she was so happy to be serving me McDonald's. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? But I remember that now. I'm thinking, man, I, I want that. I want that positivity. I wish I was that. Enthusiastic about yeah. life mm. in general. Like she was just on. Like I should have. I did think about writing in and saying whoever that was, yeah. keep like she's awesome. Like she's amazing. But mm. but you see, it doesn't matter what job you're in. We can have an effect on somebody. Yeah, man. Um, did you have any idea of what job you wanted to do in high school before like, barbering? Before barbering, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Um, um, I only went to high school to play rugby and to do music. That's all. I, I managed to stay till year 13 because of that. And you were uh, in Levin? Yeah. Is that right? Where, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Is, that? is that Wellington? Wellington? Between Wellington and Palmerston North. That's in the middle, sort of. Um, yeah, small town. So um, a lot of creative people come out of Levin, music-wise and, yeah, and sports, funny enough. Um, so, yeah, I, hated, I didn't like school. My school, I felt, wasn't made for me in the way I learn and I don't, I think I, I had no strategy in when I picked my subjects in my senior years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what can I get by with? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I ended up, and when you get to a senior year, like most teachers, like if you're, if you're not gonna pass, if they don't see that you actually got any potential, they almost, if you still can't be bothered by year 12, 13, they almost allow you to do whatever you want, right? Yeah. So if I don't turn up to class, they don't care. Just don't care. Yeah. But I mean, hey, if, if I don't care, why should, you know, mm. not, not, not why should they care, but like, they were doing their jobs. I wasn't doing mine. Like, I wasn't there to, I couldn't be, yeah, I didn't want to be there. Mm. So... But I enjoyed hanging out with the guys there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed playing rugby, and I had to be at school to play for the for the school team, right? And um, I did a lot of music. Did a lot of um, I did rock quest and Pacifica beats, and uh, you know, and we did quite well. So those things kept me there. I was like, I want to do that again, so I'll stay. I'll mm, stay another yeah. year to do that. <laughs> um, um, I wanted to be um, a. I wanted to get into music. I wanted to be um, a producer in terms of recording music. That's where, that's where I wanted to go. And my music teacher said, um, you'll only ever be average. He said, to be honest, you'll be, yeah. At best, you'll be average. And I was just like, it's okay, wow, thanks. Ooh. And he was like, anything else you want to do? Mm, <laughs> Actually, uh, is there anything else you want to do? And I was like, Okay, you put me on the spot here. You just ruined my dream, but now I've got to think of something else. Um, I guess I said, well, I don't know. I like talking to people. I like helping people. Maybe I'll be a counsellor. That'll be great. You'll be awesome. That, yeah, I think you should go with that. And I'm just like, wow, okay. Wow. Okay, thanks. 
maybe. And then I did think about that. And um, yeah. so I thought about being a teacher. When I got down here, actually, to Christchurch, the first thing I wanted to do was um, um, I was going to go to Mainz. But I missed the enrollment. I missed the enrollment. Okay. Wow. And so I, I kind of, I came down here on my own. I had only my, like, extended family. I never had the encouragement of, um, you know, my family to didn't really um, push me in any... I guess they just wanted me to be happy, whatever that meant. Mm. And um, so, I, yeah, I came down here thinking, I'd, yeah, I'll try out mains because it kind of put me in an environment of music and recording and sound and stuff like that. Um, but I missed the enrollment, and then I just started doing other stuff, just other jobs, just to kill time. Um, so that's, yeah... And then when that didn't work out, and I felt after a year, after I missed the enrollment, by the time the enrollments came around, I was already like off it. I was already like, nah, I don't want to do that. I was already discouraged. And so I was just trying to do stuff to kill time. And, um, and uh, so yeah, I was just going job to job. Almost became a teacher. Wow. Filled out an enrollment Ooh. form. Did my um, letter of, what do you get? You kind of have to kind of sell yourself. There's a yeah, letter. The, you, got, um, you got to write like a letter to, and have it, yeah, kind of why you think you should be a teacher, what skills, all that kind of stuff. And um, I had a guy called Greg, he's a, uh, he was a principal at the time. He checked over it and he said, yeah, great, fantastic. I just, for some reason, I didn't submit it and I let that go past. It was kind of like, do I want to be a teacher, don't I? I, kind of, I think I do, but is it just because I can't think of anything else yeah. kind mm. of a thing? Yeah. And I was just waiting for something to drop and... And Wait, so, yeah. yeah, and then I just did, I was a team work, I did everything, eh? And I was I always thought, man, there must be, I know I'm meant for more than this. I know I'm meant for more than factory work. I'm, no, I'm, this is just not satisfying me, you know. I think every kid at some point feels like they're meant to change the world or they're meant for greatness, mm, yeah. and it just, it's usually just a dream. It never really happens. Um, but I just wanted to do something that was, that was more fulfilling. Yeah. And... Um, and that's when I think I, I came across cutting hair. And it just sort of, because it, people liked, liked it, people liked what I did. And I felt um, it was making people happy. I guess that kind of sparked it. Eh? There was that response I was getting from people and the encouragement that I probably wasn't getting at anything else I did. Yeah. You know, yeah. from teaching, from wanting to be. Um, the next Dr. Dre, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The next you know, producer, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, the first time I really felt like I was making a difference, so that I was actually doing something that was, that people enjoyed, and I was getting enjoyment out of that. Mm. So I think that's what grabbed me, I think. See, and that's inspiring in itself. There's mm. probably, there's probably students out there right now, high school students, who are in that exact same position. Mm. And I know even when I was at high school, and probably you as well, Large, there are so many people in that position. They don't like school. Mm. They don't know what to do. Mm. And they'll just yeah. kind of, they'll get into the cycle of, ah, oh, just find a job. Yeah. I'll put my dreams to the side. Yeah. But it's almost, it's almost just that, that carrying on, that keeping on going, that keeping on pushing. Yeah. Maybe it is finding a, finding a nine to five for, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, four to five years. Who knows? It could be yeah, that yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. But just keeping on going, keeping on pushing until that thing pops up they're like wow I'm actually passionate about that yeah. mm. let's actually see if this is a 
a viable yeah. option for a career. Yeah. And I mean, but people, I don't know, maybe it's just, maybe it's just the way things happen or discouragement happens. They, they get into that nine to five and they just get stuck in that cycle mm. and they just kind of, mm. nah, all those dreams kind of get pushed off to the side. Yeah. Totally. Oh, man, it's just... Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's safety. Sometimes it's fear of rejection. Like, mm. if I do mm. try and pursue my dreams and it fails, I'm oh. going to be a failure. Yeah. Uh, right? Did that um, ever come into your mind? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was funny because when I went out, when I started Motown, I was nervous. Even though I was like, I'm doing the same job. I'm just doing it right. on my own. Like, yeah. all from a different location now. But yeah. it's the same thing, essentially. And even then, I was just like... I think the fear, I think what was most daunting was that the business never sleeps, right? Uh, I can when I work for someone, I can go home and forget. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my responsibility what happens to the business when I'm at home. Yeah. Um, but actually, having a business yourself and the and now that we have social media, the social online presence that you have doesn't go away because you're not at work, right? You, you still got to have a face, twenty four seven, right? The, the business is is alive and running, so it was it was those thoughts of what if I just want a break for a bit? Mm-hmm. I can't take a break from business. It's going to be going like people going to message in. I have to be available to take messages, um, calls um, when I'm on holiday. Um, the business, uh, I guess, from an admin kind of kind of stays semi-open. Mm. Like it just, I know it will be non-stop as soon as I open my doors. Seems like a bit of a daunting task. Yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge thought. Um, it was quite heavy mm. to take on, um, and because, I, like I said, I wasn't. I don't know if I was fully prepared for it. I, um, yeah, I did feel. Feelings of discouragement and stuff like that. Yeah. that. No, and that's going to be that's going to be incredible if someone's listening to this and yeah. they are going through that and they're yeah. kind of thinking, oh, I don't want to stick my head out there. That just seems too much. Oh, what if I do get rejected? And I guess that's why we started this is the the mm. idea of the tall poppy. Yeah, the tall poppy yeah. comes up in the in the field of all the other pop top, mm. tall poppies. Oh no, not yeah. tall poppies, the short poppies. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and in New Zealand, especially it seems. Because we're such a we're such a good nation at just being average. Yeah, we're such a good average nation. Yeah, and hundred percent. Someone pops their head up. Someone starts to do something that's quite amazing. Yep. And all of a sudden, all these people come in, and instead of supporting them to grow and grow and grow, mm. criticism comes. It's like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, man, you're stepping out. Yeah, you're mm, stepping you... out. What? That's rubbish, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I guess some people would be in that position right now, even starting out a business thinking oh man is this actually worth it and that's mm. encouraging for, for them if they're listening to this yeah if you're listening to this be encouraged <laughs> be encouraged come on be encouraged you man. can do it you don't need a degree no. exactly um, you don't need that stuff yeah, yeah. I Just mean do yeah. I mean don't get me wrong that stuff can be helpful I did mm. a diploma in business small business management last year oh, last year wow last year so um, yeah, yeah uh, I just saw that the ad pop up on Facebook and thought Sweet. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll just give that a go. And um, yeah. yeah, that was my first. That's that's my only sort of business um, education. I yeah. never, I've never, I haven't read one book about business. Ooh, um, come on, that's cool. Um, 
yeah so there <laughs> get that in um, <laughs> yeah man don't read no. <laughs> it's don't hard read. man you don't need to read <laughs> <laughs> everyone yeah there must be like a lot of 90% of you guys out there go yes I don't read yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, heaps of, heaps of uh, elitists just turned off their radios on. no I'm not listening to this anymore <laughs> don't promote this though no I feel like if, yeah hey if, I know a lot of people that do read and um that's how you learn and that's then yeah go for it um, yeah do it but yeah, yeah I just think do what you love man and do like that's so cliche like do just follow your dreams do what you love that's <laughs> that's, the, that's always the advice people give eh? yeah, just yeah. gotta follow your dreams man but uh, that's do I think do it, try and do what you love and do it well that's what I would say like um like I know I'm not the best barber. I, I like I, mean, I have no issues with that. Like that's not what I'm trying to. I'm not like, out here trying to be the best. I'm trying to be the best that I can be. I think I'm the best to my clients. Then yeah, yeah great. That's it. That's Amen. It. Like to me, like I might be the best to you, mm. but to another guy, someone else is the best. But mm. I'm also, I'm just trying to be the best that I can be. And if that yeah. and whoever sits in my chair and thinks that I'm the best, then that's who I'm trying. That's it. That's Mm. That's great, you know. Um, but uh, I'm not, yeah, really, yeah. I know that it's, I'm just trying to be the, I'm just trying to do what I love to do, do it well, be um, consistent. My thing is be consistent, be available. Um, if people know that, if people know where you are and what you, and um, the service that you bring, um, the level of service that that they'll know they're going to get, like, and just know that that will never change. For me, is I think that's kind of I think I feel that's what's made me who I am and where I am. Because you can go away and try someone else, and then and just know that, and know that okay. I know that at least when I go with Luke, I'm, I know I'm going to get at least this level of service. That's right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's consistent. Or, or this level yeah. of haircut. Yeah. I'm not going to turn up one day for a cut, and yeah, you're not going to be feeling it, so you're not going to give me the same level of service. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I yeah. feel safety, yeah, safety, and yeah, I like the word available because yeah, mm. you know that if you book in with me, I'm going to be here. Nine times, like nine point nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. be there. Um, even when I'm sick, like I'm very rarely sick. And my clients, I think it's funny. I think my clients kind of keep me healthy a little bit, do they? Because I, I hate oh, not coming to work. Because if I mm-hmm. if I don't come to work for whatever reason, then that's going to create more work for me, and it's going to probably going to ruin some. Like the thought of ruining a client's day because I wasn't able to cut their hair mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they might have had something on an event. That's motivation, and I have to be really sick not to come into work. Yeah. Okay. Like before that, man, I was like, when I was doing my nine to five, I would use up all my sick days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And some, like, yeah. and some, like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's cold. It's cold today. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay home. Well, that's the difference of having the passion. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Gets me out of bed up. for sure. Give I, your best. Yeah. 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 And when it's all on you, yeah, you do. Like, yeah, mm. for sure. Um, last week we kind of talked about um, like inspirations and having uh, people that we look up to. Are there any people in your life that, in terms of barbering or business side, maybe or um, just life in general, that 
have inspired you to do what you're doing at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I've got friends, I would say. I don't really have... I mean, I've got barbers that I looked up, look up to in a skill, mm. s- skill-wise, yeah, definitely. But in terms of business, I would, like, I've got friends, I've got clients that inspire me um, that are just doing really well in, in their fields. And I like to surround myself with people that mm. know more than I do. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, do, do you want to know who, like, uh, what was the question? Like, yeah, man. Um, who who are your inspirations? Who are my inspirations? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just say anyone that's, um, anybody mm. that's doing something. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's trying to make, that's trying to push themselves, that's trying to motivate themselves. Yeah. Like I said, I, I can take something out of anybody in anyone's journey or anyone's profession. Um, if you have... If you live to a level of excellency or you're trying your best or you're breaking the mold or you're changing the system, mm. they can be transferred over to anything. That's how I kind of yeah, see yeah, things, right? right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of barbering, like if people come to town, I try my best to get out there and see them. Whereas some people have the attitude, no, nah, I'm not going to go support that um, because... I feel like I'm better than them or whatever. I just feel like if I go to your seminar and I pick up one thing, then, yeah, that's one for me. You just got to have that kind of attitude. Um, so, like I said, yeah, inspiring. Like, I don't, yeah, have many inspiration. Nothing really, insp- I don't think, inspired me to get into to business per se. I was more motivated to get into business to, to, to have a lifestyle that I wanted. Yeah. Um, and now that I am in business, I find it inspirations to do business in certain ways. By yeah, like usually when I when I have someone that's like very business orientated in my chair, I just I turn into like a sponge and I mm. ask questions yeah, and cool. yeah. Um, yeah, just be very interested in in someone's yeah. journey. I think that's important. Um, don't think. Don't be too proud to ask questions and um, yeah, surround yourself with people that know more. Don't ever be the smart. You know, say, don't ever be the smartest yeah. person in the room, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a- um, if you are, then you're in the wrong room. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. go find another room yeah, to be in. Like, that's yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, I love rubbing shoulders with people that know more than me because they teach me. You know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. That's an inspiring way to wrap it up. I think uh, awesome. I think yeah. Thanks for all that advice. And I mean, if you're listening to this, just make sure you're you're on track. I mean, if mm. you've got a little bit off track with your with your money or your or your goals, it's time to get back on track. It's mm. time to reevaluate where you are. Check where you're at. Keep on having these conversations about finance. Keep on having these conversations about your dreams and goals with people who really care about them. Because mm. I mean, as Luke has shown, it's possible. You can do it. You've just got to run after it with all you are. You've got to give it your all. And I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you end up in a better place than you are now. Definitely. I think one 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 other bit of advice is mm-hmm. like, um, if the risk is not detrimental, the, if the risk won't destroy you, then give it. You know, take it. Like, give it a go, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's that's, that's how you know if if you should take it or not. If it, is it going to end me? If not, then. What's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah, do it. Come on. <laughs> right, yeah. And do don't, 
don't worry about what other people say. Yeah, man. Mm. Like, yeah. like the thing that people said to you, like, yeah. you man, I've been shut down. Like, you've been shut down. Yeah. I've been shut down a few right, times. Yeah. Man. Don't um, listen to those people. Yeah, hundred percent. Go for what, go for your dreams, man. Don't listen to those short poppies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll always be someone that does. Like, like I said, I appeal to people that that uh, that I appeal to people. Uh, what's the word? Like, um, not everyone gets will get me, and that's fine. Not everyone will get you, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But someone will, and those are the people that, those are your audience, right. yeah. and those are your people, right? So, mm-hmm. and there's enough people out there for everybody. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so you just got to find them. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's inspiring. Thanks so much for joining us today, Luke. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Thank you for jo- uh, joining us today, Lodge. Thank you. Great to have your lovely takes on things, my friends. Thank you to Jackson on the sound. Thank you. Oh, yes, there he is. We're having him. And that is Tall Poppy Chats, episode three. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like our Facebook, follow our Instagram, and check out Motown Barbers on all of those platforms apart from YouTube. Booking for a haircut as well. Why not? (laughs) Try them out once. You'll you'll never leave. Listen to some Motown this week. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. Come on. Maybe we'll put a little Motown outro, or we'll just put our Tall Poppy Project outro on. Follow Mo underscore town underscore barbers on Instagram. Check out all their amazing work. And we will see you next time on Tall Poppy Project. Project, yes, baby. Yeah. <laughs>